Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Reflective You, where you go from just experiencing to understanding with your host, Navsky D. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Reflective View. I am your host, Naz TV, and today I'm here with. You can say Jasmine. your name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> no worries, oh, okay. no Sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, hi guys. Assalamu alaikum. I hope everyone is well. My name is Nazmin. I am 19. I am a student athlete and I create content on YouTube from time to time. Okay, alhamdulillah. So today, I'll let you take the floor to be honest. Um, just to jump straight into it, obviously being a Muslim woman, especially in this generation, and seeing all the, well, let's just be honest, fitna around us, it's very mm. difficult to even maintain something that is the bare minimum for a Muslim, the below yeah. bare minimum, you know, it's a fard, like praying five times a day, there's a reason why it's there, and the whole point of praying five times a day is essentially just to get away from the dunya five times a day, yet we find yeah. that so difficult to do, which I find quite surprising, but obviously myself, I struggle too, I'm not a perfect Muslim, the whole idea of praying five times a day, that concept is really hard for even some Mus- practicing Muslims to grasp that concept itself, the whole experience of Salah is just to wind down, essentially when you're praying, you're praying in front of him, and that's a really, yeah. really big deal, and see, if I'm going to be completely frank, Islam is a knowledge-based religion. When you learn more about it and you attain more knowledge, it makes you think, wow, like, subhanAllah, this is what I didn't know. And I thought of it as such a small thing, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that that's true, because before I started praying consistently, mm. before I just thought, okay, you know, it's just something the Muslims do. I didn't think it was mandatory. I didn't think, yeah. I didn't know that, you know, when you die, that's the first thing that you're going to be Literally. asked about your prayers. Mm-hmm. And that's how important it is in your life. Yeah, and sometimes people will be like, "Oh, I don't have time to pray. Oh, um, my day is so busy, so hectic. I don't even have five minutes, stuff like that." But you have to think about it. Praying takes every single prayer takes like less than five minutes. Exactly, exactly. And if you're telling me out of twenty four hours, you don't have twenty five minutes, yeah, you're waffling because we make time for our other livelihoods, our hobbies, our friends. But we can't make five minutes a day just for Salah, just to pray in front of the Almighty. When we die, that's the first thing we're going to get asked. And the fact that you didn't make time for that, it's, you know, it's quite a big deal. And to get that habit as a youth, as a young person, is very, I think, is an imperative, you know? 
And I think as young people, we, this is when we have the most free time. Because mm. majority of us, well, young um, youths, you don't really have children. You don't have commitments. No. You go to uni, you come back or you're working. You, If people can go for smoke breaks, I'm sure they'll let you go for prayer breaks also. Oh, absolutely. It's not like you're going to take hours. You're taking five minutes. And to uh, speak on to that, it's actually quite ironic because you talked about smoke breaks. I've worked in places before where before, while I was getting interviewed, I made a kid of them that, listen, I'm a Muslim and this is what I need to do. Yeah. And whether you hire me or not, that's up to you. And they would hire me. I'd be like, okay, cool. And I would be happy. I'd be like, okay, I can make my, I can pray and I can earn money. I can, I, I don't have to compromise uh, my deal, right? That's something people don't think to ask, though. They think, yeah. oh, no, I yeah, don't want to yeah. be a burden. Oh, absolutely not. It's either you accept me or no, I'm going to find a different job. That, You're going to find you know, a different job. Is this yeah. the only job that's out there? Yeah, and what the workplace that accepted me, when it actually came to me praying, they had a problem with it. And I was like, oh, right. I left the job. If you leave something for the sake of Allah, Allah's going to replace mm. it with something much better. So it's not like you're not going to find a different job that's probably even better, exactly. a different environment, better pay, you know? Yeah, exactly. And when you, uh, as you said, leave something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he gives you something better. And when you yeah. don't, when you value something more than him, he takes that away from you and then you learn it the hard way. That's true. I've realised everything, everything that's haram there's a reason why it's haram. It's not haram just just because just because Allah doesn't want us to have fun and stuff like that. There's a reason why. Because, yeah, in the good times, you might think, oh, this is so nice. I'm having so much fun. Oh, my God. Da, 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 da. But when it goes bad, <laughs> you're the one that's suffering. No one exactly. else. Exactly. And that is also the same thing with Salah. When you neglect Salah, everything in your life just goes downhill. Nothing else. And you know one thing that I found scary with that was, um, I was listening to a lecture one time. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you um, if you don't pray and you're still getting everything that you want in this life, that means Allah has given you the dunya. Only. The only thing that you're going to be gifted is the dunya. The akira is, is not for you. That is scary. You're thinking, hold on, wait. Hmm? This life is a beautiful illusion. I don't want this. The fact that people are prioritising their dunya and forgetting their akira, the dunya is only for, like, let's say, if you even live to 60 years, 60 years. The akira is forever forever never ending and you want to jeopardize that it's not worth it it's not worth it for just a temporary satisfaction for like that instant gratification that we chase for especially as the youth you know i don't even believe that half of the youth will live to the age of 60 the youth is out here vaping doing balloons you're harming yourself there's a reason why you're not supposed to do it. you're harming yourself anything that's going to harm yourself you're not supposed to do exactly spiritually mentally physically all of it yeah, especially smoking. Smoking has so many different, like, not just physical, because what you're doing to your physical body is, is crazy, but your mental is really crazy. But tell me more about the journey. I was obviously born in a Muslim family, alhamdulillah, and that's something that a lot of people don't realise is such a blessing, especially for people who are reverts. They don't have that kind of comfort to go to in, within their intermediate family, the family that they live with day to day. And growing up, I didn't really practice prayer. I wasn't really taught prayer. I never understood why people standing in a prayer mat facing in a direction, hands up, hands down, up and down, prostrating. And as I got older, and just recently, I think it was within the last couple of months, going through something in my life, and I was like, okay, there's something I know that will help me, but it's nothing that is around me, meaning nothing in this life. It's something inside of me that I feel, which is the spiritual of, spirituality of Islam. And I started looking into Salah. I started trying it myself, learning the surahs and the du'as that I need to read. 
and subhanAllah, the amount of change I felt and I experienced in such a short amount of time, nothing in this dunya can even buy that. Mm. Experience it yourself, and when you go through the motion, when you experience it by yourself, have that intimate connection by yourself, it's so much more different, and it's so much more beautiful. When you're in the house of Allah, it's so amazing. Even when you pray by yourself in your own home, the process of doing what do you're waking up and you're thinking for Fajr, okay, I'm praying Fajr. And then you've got other people who are waking up, stressed out, going to work, they're nine to five. Like the difference is just uncanny. Salah is there to heal your heart. It's there for you to cry to Allah when you're feeling sad. Even when you're feeling happy, you can go to Allah and say, Ya Allah, I'm feeling happy today. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the beauty of Salah. And you, it really just changes your character. And to get that habit as a young person, a young Muslim, is a very, it's like a blessing in disguise, I believe. Yeah, even w- waking up even for tahajjud as well. That prayer. Oh, oh my gosh, that prayer. Mm. I don't think I can even put in words how no. how peaceful you feel and how quiet it is. It's so yeah. it's like no one's awake, no one's here, no one's watching you, and it's just that that intimate time with you and your Lord. And it's like you just like you get chills sometimes, and you just like what the hell? I love it. I the fact that you mentioned it, I forgot about it. But Subhanallah, like. Just even a thought of it, it gives me goosebumps. Like, Tahajjud is like medicine. No, honestly. And the fact that Allah comes to the last heaven and asks is, who, who wants something from, like, do you know what I'm just saying? Like, he's asking, yeah, who pick wants me, something pick me, pick and me. we're sleeping? Exactly, literally. I think some people, they think, oh, I've sinned so much, I can't pray, I've done this, I've done that. But it's like trying to tell someone, oh, I'm so dirty, I don't want to take a bath. The whole process of prayer is to wash away the sins, you know, ask for forgiveness. Allah is the most merciful, most forgiving. Just turn to him and ask. Completely agree. And Allah just loves those who just try. That's all you need to do. Everyone thinks that needs to be perfect. Perfection is for Jannah. We're going to make mistakes. Back, like, when I first started practicing, I literally, I did feel like that. Like, oh, I've done this. I I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I've done this. I've done that. How can I ask for forgiveness? But it's just, you know, waswasa, just nonsense going Mm. through your head. Oh, is Allah going to forgive me? If we know who Allah is, we will know that he's going to forgive us. As you said, that's when the waswas comes in and you have to have that, like, discipline to fight out and be like, no, 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 no. That's not correct. Almost like tunnel vision, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That's literally something. Because when you like, when you start self-doubting, like, oh, should I do this? I don't think I'm ready. Stuff like that. Me, my advice is literally just jump in the deep end. Jump in the deep end. Allah will be your life jacket. Because if you exactly. get all wrapped up in the, oh, the technicalities and, oh, but this, but that, do it. Hear and obey. Mm. That's all you need to do. Exactly. And when you're scared to do something, that's when you have to do it the most. But segue into, like, the friendship thing. Do you feel like... When you started practicing or started praying and stuff, your friends were supportive, the friends that you were around at the time. Well, to answer your question, I used to have a group of friends from secondary school, from year seven all the way up to year 11, mm. actually up to year, year 13, since I was up to like maybe 18. Mm. And those those group of friends, they just ended up cutting me off. All childish, it was giving year nine. I'm only in touch with one of those friends from that friend group. I consider her as a close friend. She's not Muslim. She's an atheist, actually. But I value her as a person. She values me as a person. But if I'm going to be completely honest, the more I practice the deen and the more I learn, the more I you know, pray salah, all of these things, my perspective changes on people around me. And for me, I'd rather be alone, as corny as it sounds. I'd rather be alone by myself than be in a company where eventually I could get swayed the wrong way. Because mm. for me, the biggest thing is how 
someone is with their character even the way they speak the words that they use when they speak to me for me i don't like someone that swears when they speak to me yeah it just it just cringes me out and the and you know that's islam doesn't teach that profanity foul mouth it's not something that is promoted mm. and the fact that i know that and i practice that the people you are with you end up like them you are a product of your environment people that you think have your back will stab your back and that's what is in Surah Al-Yusuf, Yusuf Salam. He got betrayed by his own brothers. So who can I trust in this dunya beside my family that wouldn't do the same to me? You know, being a young person, a young woman, you have to be careful because as much as people like to think, women are very rude to each other. Women are very bitter to each other. I go to the masjid to pray, whatever, whatever, or just to go there to relax. Some sisters are giving me dirty looks. Like I want to smile at a sister, give them salam, and they're looking at me funny. I'm thinking... Did I do something? Listen, like I get confused sometimes. I remember Tanaway last year. I was trying to connect oh my, my feet with a few sisters. They were moving their feet. I said, wow, even in the masjid. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to myself, wait, we're here for the same reason. Some people are like that, but then they are good sisters. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel like mm, those people, yeah, definitely. those people kind of, they ruin it for everyone else sometimes. so important to have sisterhood. And it's very shocking because the fact that we yearn that as young Muslim women, but it's very hard to attain that. It's like we're making it harder for ourselves for, for what reason? And it's very, it's very, very unfortunate because sometimes I look at other sisters that go into a masjid in a group and I think, wow, that would be really nice to have for myself, you know. You just have to be very careful with who you choose to be in your circle. Finding a sisterhood is hard, but once you find it, mm. you think, yeah, like this is what I wanted. This is what, this is what I was looking for. And I feel like when you're looking for it you shouldn't compromise because sometimes you might mm. be a bit lonely and just think oh, let me just go with anyone like let me just have one friend let me let me just join any anyone and their habits rub off on you then you feel like you're not you're not you know as practicing that you used to be and you're thinking what's going on it's the people that you're around the environment that you're in you're going to pick up the habits that they're doing so completely the whole friendship thing i do say take your time with it because of course never never rush into something like that never take your precious precious your good time. time even if you pass away even if you pass away without any friends at least you didn't put yourself in a sticky predicament yeah because i i even feel like when you're in a group it's easier to sin i think yeah yeah i completely agree with that because there's too many opinions coming from left right and you're thinking to yourself which which opinion is right which opinion is wrong but when you're by yourself you actually have to think you're with your own calamities you bad advocate you're good advocate is it's very different when you're by yourself mm. when, instead of when you're a group of people because peer pressure exists peer it's pressure real is real thing. and sometimes it's someone real. might do something and you know it's wrong but you're thinking you know what? i don't want to be the odd one out in the group or to call them out i don't want them to think oh i'm so high and mighty i'm gonna call out everyone that's doing something wrong but yeah. literally, you're, you're meant to you're meant to mm. because <laughs> we're gonna be asked why didn't you say anything because you knew this information and you didn't correct her yeah and that's very true though they might say something oh you, you're mufti now you're this you're that you're this you're let that i'm like bro it. i'm trying to help you let i'm trying to help you <laughs> yeah yeah that's very true you have to let them say you, you can only do so much on your end of things yeah once you've told someone if you told someone two three times and then they don't want to listen then maybe it's time for you to to step away because yeah i, you feel, don't I want... feel like even once mm. Is more than enough because if they're not understanding the first time, oh, I'm not a radio to say it over and over and over again, bro. Like, I'm not your mum. <laughs> to be lecturing someone, you're thinking, you know what? I've told you enough times. If you don't want to listen, that's your business. I don't know. It's just very difficult because even some of the practicing sisters you see, and once you get to know them, you think to yourself, wait, this is not what practicing is, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. But sometimes, I don't know, maybe sometimes you just have to, some people, they don't, they're practicing, but there's some things that they don't know. So obviously yeah, yeah, advising yeah. them does help. But if you, I don't know, if you feel like they're just not getting it or that's how they are, just call it a day. You tried. I feel like I, mean? I feel like there was this there's this sister I know, and she was telling me something that just wasn't correct, and I was correcting her. But for some reason, to correct someone, it's offensive to them. But wouldn't you rather? That... One thing I don't understand. Wouldn't you rather someone correct you? Because people every time someone corrects me, they always feel like they need to. Oh, I hope you don't take this in the wrong way. I'm like, no. Oh my god, correct me. What? Yeah. If I'm yeah, saying I like... something wrong or doing something wrong that's potentially gonna lead me to hell, girl, I'll be mm. offended if you don't say something. Yeah, but that's because you have that openness. You have that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You have that will to change. That will to take accountability. I'm talking about the people that when you correct them, they're like, um, sorry. Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, are you trying to say I'm not Muslim? Are you trying to say? I'm not... No, I'm just trying to help you. I'm just trying to tell you that this what you said is not true. So I'm trying to advise you. Here are some links to some hadiths to you know prove the point. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But they're not open to that. That's what I was talking about. Uh, yeah. Sometimes some, you can't even correct some the ego is because high. they get upset. Yeah, yes, yeah. The there ego you go. Is very, very high. The ego and pride is just eating them up, and it's just it's sad to see. But you have to have that certain how do I say the certain intellect the certain like taqwa as well to understand that what they're saying they're trying to help you I feel like constructive criticism is very important it's needed the best for them it's needed the best for them even when you're at uni and you hand in an assignment you hand it in for them to tell you okay you you've done well in this however improving that improve that to make you better to make the grade better why would you not have the same mindset for your own character for your own religion we need to understand, yeah, we know a few things, but we don't know everything about the dean. There's people that are going to know more than you. And what a smart person would do was surround people that are better off, like have more knowledge than them so they can gain more knowledge and like, you know, strength for themselves. There's no point of you going around people that you're, you have more knowledge than them and you're the, you're the most, like in the group, you're the most knowledgeable. You're not learning anything. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. And the beauty of Islam is that it's never ending. Within Literally terms of learning. never ending. You're just every day you find something new. Every day you watch a video on Instagram and you, you hear them say a word that you've never heard before and you Google that word and you go in a deep delve of researching like, wow, I never knew this before. So I definitely agree. Like being smart also means attaining knowledge, gaining more knowledge, understanding more, talking to people, getting their different opinions, even us just talking as well. We're gaining different perspectives from each other and that we're learning from each other and I think that's just the beauty of Islam. Everything in this dunya is a test. So everything, everything. And when it when it gets like unbearable and you feel like you can't go on, that's when you need to keep on going. Yeah, that's when you need to sit down, take out your prayer mat and just cry. That's listen, I love a cheeky cry though. Sometimes I just yeah. think, what is what's Allah thinking when I'm crying like this? Does he think raw like the tears are really flowing, babe? Like <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Oh, I feel like sometimes I'm so dramatic though. With my doors, you're probably thinking, wow, rest. You don't know what's coming. You don't relax. Yeah, you're gonna be yeah. happy soon. It's okay. Yeah, I've heard I've seen this all over TikTok, but I've seen so many sisters say, be delusional with your doors, light or cutter is coming. Listen, <laughs> I've seen it all. I've, I've heard those all, last but... ten days, you need to just I don't even you need to be in overdrive, no sleep, just nap. No. No, just snacks, man. You have to make sure you do tahajjud on time. Do not miss one tahajjud oh. one oh my God. No. Not. You can afford it. You can't afford it. Mm-mm. My tahajjud nowadays, I don't even know. You know, you wake up like 10 minutes before 
or let's mm. say 20 minutes but 20 minutes is not even enough because you have to no. cook quickly then have wudu then pray then make sure you don't have enough time you're literally rushing yeah but i feel like that's why you know these whole like um meal preps come in the overnight rolls, yeah, the little cute, yeah. cute recipes like as much as social media is a big fit now it's it's so great at the same time it mm. just depends on the algorithm and what you engage with that's true you, even like TikTok, like, yeah you can change your ag- algorithm yeah definitely very depends quickly what you like. the things that you like the things that you save and there's like a button where you can like tell them that you don't want to see that kind of content and with the hashtags yeah exactly I think it's very important as well how you use social media. It affects the way you think, the way you live with your life. I think it was Mufti Mek that said there's people that are gaining jana from social media and there's people mm. that are gaining jahannam from yeah. social media. And I said, wow. Okay. I remember seeing that as well. And I was like, he is so right. And it's true because there's so, so right. many people that are, you know, they have like reminders or have a page that's just full of, you know, dawah and everything. And there's just some people that do complete opposite. I've seen so many sisters posting on tiktok saying don't post yourself with music i've i've read i've seen a couple of sisters that have passed away and they have millions yeah. of views of them with music and every view is one sin like can one you imagine understand. that one thing i don't understand the sisters passed away yeah and let's hope you know allah forgives her for all her shortcomings but then people also talking about that video is going to make other people go and watch it yeah i don't understand that either that doesn't make any sense. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was just thinking, and you'll put her at, don't watch her video, put her at. And you're thinking, babes, you're you're promoting her video. So you're just thinking, just contact like her family or do something. Like, yeah. go to TikTok, you know, the business of TikTok and email them and tell them, oh, please take it down. Like, what's going uh, on? Yeah, I also feel like it's important, especially because most of these girls that I've seen are young, like underage, 16, 15. I yeah, feel like it also, it also goes back to the family too. The family, the mother, the father especially, because they're all girls I've only seen of it being daughters. Mm. Women, sisters, daughters hold such a high rank in Islam when you get a daughter. So you they do. Opens daughter, Jannah, etc., etc. It's just like, also the dad and the mother, like, uh, you're not monitoring your child. It, it sounds really cliche, monitor your child, make sure they're, but it's, you know, it exists for a reason. What is your child? But I feel like it could be even before it even gets like that, I feel like from beforehand, trying to like yeah. nurture the child and make them understand, you know, this is what we need to do, what we shouldn't do, stuff like that. But then after after a point, it's in the child. Once the child hits puberty, you're an adult now. It's in your hands. I've taught you what I can t- what I can teach you. But then you need to remember, like some parents need to remember. Who's your friend? Who's her friend? You know, if I have a daughter, who's her friend? Mm. Who's she around? What's she consuming? Do you talk to her on a daily basis? If she has issues, is she open to come and tell you? Or are you open to even receive it? Because some parents, they don't want to hear it. No, that's they very, do not very want true. to hear it. And that goes back to the topic of who is in your circle. A hundred percent. But par- parents, I feel like sometimes parents need to do better because you can't just leave your child to all their devices and just leave them, oh, they're grown, they, they know what they're doing. No. They don't know what they're doing, and you just leaving them and just giving them a phone. Yeah, here's here's a here's a smartphone. Do whatever you want. She's on social media. Oh yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No, talk to her. And be like, you know what? What you what I've seen. I don't mean you feel like this picture. You should be posting it because of so and so. After that, the ball's in her court. Yeah, and it's like one of those things where I, I think I heard uh, Mufti said this. I'm not quite sure, but it's like your parents are downstairs praying for you, and your daughter and son's upstairs posting rare on TikTok. It's just like oh Listen. my gosh. It's, tri- it's tricky, though, because sometimes you might be like, oh, is it the parent? Is it the environment? Is it the child? I feel like it's, it's all of them because there's only so much a parent can do. There's only so much a parent can lecture you. There's only so much a parent can monitor. It, it also gets to the point of 
accountability. There has to be a, a point where you just take accountability for the things you do because it's not it's not everything like to your parents to your parents. Even though I did mention that parents have yeah, to monitor yeah. their kids, but as you said, once they get to a certain age, they can think for themselves. They can start earning money, going to work. They're an adult in the government's eyes, and that's also the thing of where you live as well, the Western world. Hundreds. You know but that's also I mean? on the parents as well. Yeah, where are you true. bringing up your kids? That's very true. That's very true. But the parents sometimes they don't know. They they don't know like their intentions yeah. are the their intentions are pure. But the environment around them is completely toxic and they don't realise that and it takes a lot, you know, you know, I still feel like, you know, some parents losing their sons from stabbings, daughters from fitting out the way they dress. It takes to it has to get to that extent sometimes for some of the parents to realise that, oh She's too far or he's too far. Yeah, like I came to this country Especially being an, a child of an immigrant parent, I came to this country to provide them a better life, and this is what it is. I might, as well, I should have just stayed back home. Sometimes I feel like it's better if you stay there, you know. Yeah, sometimes my mom she says to me, sometimes I just should have just stayed back home because what you're telling me from what you see outside is just crazy. I said to her, "That is the life of the Western world. Welcome." Because there's so much freedom. Because they think, oh, when we are here, you have more opportunities than. Yeah, we have more opportunities, but we have also have more opportunities to to go. It's for it to go left. Exactly. And back home, it's. I think it's just less likely, because yeah. it, it's. I think there's more control first and foremost. There's more monitoring, and really and truly, internet's too expensive for you to be posting all, all of this stuff. Exactly. You can't be posting five, six TikToks and be on trends back home. No, the hashtag FYP is not going to take you too far. There. It's not taking you too far. No, no, and it also. And goes you don't have back. time. No. You don't have time, and I feel like it but also here, goes back. Everything is given to you. You have all the time in the world. More times people go to uni, they're away from their family. They can do whatever they want. It's, how, it's, how would your parent know if you're doing anything? You don't live with them. That's, it's just, it's such a difficult map to navigate. Because it's sticky. It's, it's, yeah. very, it's very sticky because for me personally, it's like you also have to build that trust and that bond with your parent. It's either yeah. you... Or your parent is, has to break that fourth wall to be like, okay, mum and dad, whatever you call them. I've done my wrongs, you've done your wrongs. But the sunnah says we have to respect each other. I love you for the sake of Allah. I love you because you're my parent, you're my mum, you nurtured me, you carried me, you did this, you did that. Yes, some of the things you've done may not have been right because you thought it was right, but it was just the culture. But I want to look past that and I just want to start fresh. I feel like when you build that bond with your parents when you try to build that connection with your parents as difficult as difficult as it can be it's the most rewarding thing i believe yeah yeah i believe and again the people you surround with you yourself outside of your home outside of your work life it really really does affect you and that's why i'm so picky and choosy with who i want one in my life who i want to talk to who, who i want access with i think you have to be very careful and salah I feel like it's the most important thing. Even when I talk about it and when I get into Salah, when I try to encourage the people around me to implement that in their life, I get emotional because the amount of changes it has done for me, I want the same for them. I'm looking out for them. But when you try to do that for other people who are not open to get that criticism, they take it the wrong way. We have to lower our ego and pride sometimes and take it on the chin. Yeah. But thank you so much. I feel yeah. like this, this episode has been, you know, so enlightening. Yeah, and just a fresh, 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 fresh. What? A breath of fresh air. <laughs> I I glitched, but it has been a breath of fresh air. But yeah, thank you so much for your time, and you know, 
having this conversation with me of course Jazakallah for having me it's actually been such a pleasure oh, I yeah, love doing things like this it's so fun to just give your own views on certain things obviously us we haven't this is our first time talking and interacting and Honestly, I've had and it's fun like, you know we've known each other for ages exactly and that's just like that's what Islam does it brings people together and that's just a I just I just really enjoyed myself and I'm glad that you allowed me to come on your podcast anytime and yeah I just I hope again inshallah maybe in the future I'll come again depending uh, on what girl, happens if you want to come we'll have you <laughs> oh of course I would love to come on in future episodes it's some I love supporting sisters I love supporting oh. women I love supporting small businesses because it's such a fulfilling feeling on my end I just yeah. love it you know it's just really really nice to do and be involved in but yeah jazakallah i really really appreciate it no worries yeah that's the end of the episode guys thank you for listening and yeah assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh